Welcome back to the Take the Stairs podcast, the podcast where things are hard in life. You got to take it a day at a time, but build towards greatness. You know, you're not going to get there in one step. going to be honest, going to be just uh, completely transparent in the nude for you. This is a late night one, a late night episode of Take the Stairs. Da-da-da. On this episode, we're going to be talking about how creating a reverse hypothesis statement can change your life. It's changing mine in this moment, and it's done a lot to help many others structure themselves, their goals, and continuously move further away from failure and closer to where they want to be. Actualize yourself and your vision. And so, I'm going to break down what a reverse hypothesis statement is, why you need it in your life. And then we're going to vibe to some late night tunes on 98.9 Watch FM. Okay, this is not the radio, but what a reverse hypothesis statement is, if you know what a hypothesis statement is in general, it's basically just a possible explanation for some sort of phenomenon that you are able to test to see if it's valid. And so a reverse hypothesis statement is somewhat the reverse. I don't know if you would have guessed that, but it's actually coming up with the probable explanation to make something difficult to do. So whereas you'd be testing uh, to replicate an outcome in a hypothesis statement, what we're looking to do is we're looking to get away from another outcome in a reverse hypothesis statement. And to say this in a different way, uh, it's what we are looking to do is not to achieve something or to win at anything, we're looking to make it as hard as possible for us to fail. Frame shift, I know. And so, uh, the way you can do that is by listing things out in a certain way. Okay, I'm getting... Ah, Jesus Christ, I'm unprofessional. I'm going to be honest, I'm being unprofessional right now. This is not the level of professional that I usually take when I'm pulling up my notes. And so, I originally heard this from a mastermind that was recorded by Andrew Kirby... And in this mastermind, he's explaining to other rich people that a hypothesis statement, in this case, a reverse hypothesis statement, that can be used to achieve your goals is something that Mr. Beast used himself. So he's a great example of this working to where the hypothesis statement that Mr. Beast used was something along the lines of, quote, if I make the greatest videos possible, obsess over YouTube, and reinvest everything back into my videos, it is unreasonable I will fail. End quote. And so that last unreasonable part is really the key of what we're looking for here. We want to make failing unreasonable. And so the way we do this is by first taking our goal. We we start with the last line, and in this way you write your goal out in just one sentence. Make it very simple. Make sure to use a number or a date just to be able to late night vibes. Just to be able to denote. There you go. Just to be able to denote a practical measurement. And of course, if your goal is much longer than one line, I would just suggest you write as much as you can and then distill it down into a simple sentence. And just starting with one sentence is fine too. So a good example for me is one goal I have 
is 100 million subscribers on YouTube. Now, in order to make it unreasonable, you would reverse it. And so the best way to do that is to simply start with the phrase, it is unreasonable. And so when we put the phrase and the goal together, at least in my case, what I have is it is unreasonable. I'll fail to reach 100 million subscribers on YouTube. Step two is where we focus on the independent variables. These are the actions that will actually take what will make it difficult to fail. And so what we do here is we write down three things that would make it hard to fail if we do, if we commit to. And so if we're looking back at Mr. Beast's three things, if I make the greatest videos possible, obsess over YouTube and reinvest everything back into videos, we can use that as a template. And the template that we can use for ourselves goes as follows. If I commit to big action, obsess over specific knowledge slash expertise and grow by leverage, it is unreasonable that I'll fail. And so just to specify, leverage in this case is one of four things. So leverage, at least as I've learned it, can be got can be received through capital, which is money investments, labor, which is people working for you, employees, media, which is creating content, writing, videos, etc., or coding, which is programming, computer programming. And so you can use these four things to give you outsized returns, meaning if you make one YouTube video, it can reach millions of people. It can have almost limitless impact. If you create a piece of computer code once, a program once, you can use that program for the rest of your life to make your life easier. And so it's just putting in one input for exponential outsized returns. And so if we take that template, I'm gonna repeat it again. If I commit to big action, obsess over specific knowledge slash expertise, and grow by leverage. If I take that and apply it to my situation, what I get is, if I make the greatest videos possible in a unique and authentic way, obsess over becoming an undeniable creator, and build a world-class team around me, it's unreasonable that I'll fail to reach 100 million subscribers. Now, I get it. It's like, well, of course, if you can do all those things, then yeah, it probably will be unreasonable. But doing those things is the hard part, is what most people would object with. And I would simply respond with an old age, age old maxim, winners win. Winners win. If you're listening to this podcast, I would hope even if you're not a winner, you strive to be one. And what that means is it's not doesn't really matter what you have to do, you'll figure out how to do it. If I have to figure out how to build a world class team in order to achieve my goal, I will do that. If you have to figure out how to do whatever it is that you need to figure out to achieve what you're looking to, to achieve, you will do that. You must do that. And so the last step is framing. And now framing is extremely important. What frame is, I know frame in itself could be an entire podcast episode, but what frame is, it is the scope that you experience reality from. So like how when you're looking at a picture, 
that picture can only really exist in its frame, in the picture frame. And even though you as a person can take any frame, most people's lives are framed by the world around them, which is very unfortunate because it strips you of a lot of your potential, autonomy, and sovereignty. Uh, a story I can tell or an example I can tell is someone who, let's say someone has parents that don't treat them like an adult and they're 30 years old. Whenever they go home, they kind of get treated like a child and they don't particularly like it, but they noticed that when their parents treat them like a child, that person acts like they did when they were a child. They think like they did when they were a child. They respond and interact like they did when they were younger. In this case, the frame was set by the parents and the child, or I guess the grown person at this point, adapted and reinforced the frame with their own actions and thoughts. And sad part is they didn't even want to, but because they weren't setting their own frame, they just adapted to someone else's. So depending on the frame you choose, you'll have a completely different experience of life and you'll find yourself in completely different environments, places, and paths. <sighs> This is really important. Like this is really important. And you'll realize that one day if you haven't already, either because you're grateful or regretful. And we're here to make sure that it's because you're grateful. Now, the whole point of frame, the reason why I'm saying all this is because the idea here is that you live from the frame that your hypothesis statement is true. Like if you really want something, and you know there's a surefire way to get there, you're forced to take those steps, those action steps from step two. It's the reason like, it's the reason why, when we go back to our Mr. Beast example, it's the reason why he can say something abstract like make great videos and it worked because his life was framed by his hypothesis. And so, if you frame yourself in this way, it becomes your life purpose. It shifts how you experience reality. And you naturally adapt and reinforce it with your thoughts, actions, and behaviors. And so with this all being said, I do want to give a forewarning maybe is the right word. I don't know. A hypothesis is meant to be tested. So if this doesn't work, one of two things is happening. Either you're not putting in the hard work for your commitments because foundationally, you got to know where you're going, and the only way to get there is to row the boat. Um, you can definitely find yourself on a better boat, but if you're looking to do something great, you got to put in hard work. So you're either not doing that, or you did everything right, and now it's time to go back to step two to change one of the variables that you observed, or one of the, yeah, one of the variables, change them based on the results you observed, from the actions you took and the time that you gave it. What did you learn? What can you now apply to shifting one of those three areas, one of those three variables, to getting yourself a better outcome? And naturally, this is something that you decide how often you do. Obviously, if, depending on your goal, but if you do it too often and you have a lofty goal, then you probably won't see the results accurately. And if you spend six years with the same hypothesis, but nothing's worked and you haven't changed anything, that's probably not for the best either. I think this is more so of a played by ear thing, track things, see how they go. And when you when you see that 
it's probably time for you to make a change or do a little bit of reviewing, make an alteration in that way. And so this is a an amazing strategy or an amazing uh, method for you to use to get closer to your goals, but more so get away from failure. Because I think the, the biggest mindset shift here is it's really not about winning. It's about making sure that you don't lose. I'm sure you know to some degree, but fear and loss and pain is much stronger to it's a much stronger emotion for a human being to experience than desire or joy or love or something good happening. Right? It's much easier for you to run away than it is for you to run towards. So if you use that, if you use just basic human nature, the logic there, if you said something that you want to run away from and you use that as a propulsion mechanism to shoot you to where you're looking to move towards, then you're able to use what, what for many people is a negative aspect of life, running away. You're able to use that as your advantage. You're able to use it as an extra draft behind you, a wind draft behind you, pushing you forward so you can run away from what you don't want and ideally run towards what you do want. So it's like playing the sides, playing the systems, you know. With that being said, I want to thank you for listening. Have a great day.